0: fomo my name's patrick mcginnis and i'll admit it i have fomo and since you're here i'm gonna bet that you do too but that doesn't have to be a bad thing if you learn to channel your fomo productively you can make the most of every opportunity while keeping your sanity in the process this is fomo sapiens after hours the snackable show about how you can make fomo a force for good Welcome to another episode of FOMO Sapiens After Hours. And this week, I want to talk about. Well, you know, let me put it this way I live in New York City, and the city is coming back to life. People are out and about. It's kind of amazing. And yes, the pandemic is not over, but you can almost sort of see it on the horizon. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? There could be some unforeseen complications, but. I think it's coming. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling hopeful. It is spring. And so I just want to talk a little bit about preparing yourself for the post-pandemic or what I call the post-pan plan, the other PPP. For you Americans, remember all the PPP? Well, this is the new PPP. And I think it's important to do that because it's been a long period of time. And I think a lot of us have felt inertia. And of course, if you've been following me on social media, you know, my word of the year is momentum, but you know, momentum is not something that just, you just kind of fall into, right? Momentum requires, if you think about, it, I'm now, I'm no physicist. <laughs> I think we all know that. But if I think about what I learned in science class and physics, a, an object that is in motion stays in motion and an object that is rest stays in rest. That's inertia. That might've been an invention by Newton, but uh, somebody should write in and tell me because I'm not going to Google it. Anyway, if you're not feeling the momentum, if you don't have your PPP, it's time to get started thinking about it, right? And so I just want to go back and give you Patrick McGinnis's brief history of the pandemic in terms of FOMO, and because that's going to give us a lot of ideas about what we're going to do next. So let's think back a year ago You know, February, depending where you were. If you're in Italy, it's a little earlier. If you're in China, obviously, way earlier. If you're in, I don't know, parts of the US, you never, you know, sort of came until March. But there was this moment right before lockdown where there was a lot of FOMO, right? Tons of FOMO. We got to get that toilet paper. We got to get our last social visits in. I remember trying to buy toilet paper, it was not an easy experience. Tons of FOMO. And then we went inside and we locked our doors. And I remember having all these big plans. It's like, well, you know, I'm going to read. I had a stack of books. I made a stack of like 13 books that I was going to read in the three weeks we were going to be in lockdown because that's what we kind of expected, I think, at the time, at least in New York. And I actually read three of those books, but that's kind of it. And then I don't know. I was on Instagram a lot, I guess. I'm not sure what happened. I was trying to launch my book in the middle of a pandemic. That was a bit of a fruitless exercise, as you can imagine. Who wants to read about FOMO? When you can't leave your house, nobody. And so, but now it's actually a worthy worthy read if you're interested in fear of missing out practical decision-making in a world of overwhelming choice. I think it's timely now. Uh, Okay, commercial over. And then uh, I remember my mom sent me this tweet that said something like, well, you know, Shakespeare wrote some of his greatest works when he was in quarantine for the plague. And so I was like, well, I should do all kinds of big stuff. And then I look back now and I'm like, well, I never learned, you know, I should have learned to play the guitar. That's what I should have done with my pandemic. I only just thought about that three days ago. So now I'm just mad at myself. God forbid I have another chance. But all these things that I wanted to do that I didn't do, uh, I think were really important. At the same time, there were lots of things I used to care about that I didn't do any longer. So like just stuff that like now I'm like, why, Patrick? in 2019, did you waste all this time on X, Y, and Z when now you realize you didn't care? And I think a lot of those are obligations. It's sort of like, I feel like I have to do this dot, 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 because dot, dot, dot. And listen, there's nothing wrong with doing things because of obligation um, sometimes. And just to be nice, like, oh, I went to that person's birthday. Like, I didn't really want to go, but you know, it was important to them. I went. That's a good thing. I think recognizing that your actions have effects on other people and then being Um, mindful of that and then acting in a certain way. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you spend all your time checking off somebody else's to-do list, (laughs) no. And I think one of the things that I learned in the quarantine and many of us learned was like, I spent a lot of time doing things that did not drive me forward, that did not bring me value. And then I decided, I remember these like, you'd have these like, I mean, you know, it's like April 23rd at 11 p.m. and you're like, oh my god, this is awful. And you start to think like, if I get out of here, I'm going to do things differently, right? And so that's the kind of stuff that I think I want us to bring into the post-pan life with the post-pan plan. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com FOMO. That's NetSuite.com FOMO. NetSuite.com FOMO. So here's the homework, okay? The homework is to take out your old pen and paper. And I'm going to do this too, actually. Take out the pen and paper. Not right now. Um, but I'm gonna do it today and find a little notebook. And I have actually this special notebook that was uh given to me by a client and it's this Meissen notebook, and I may have mentioned it before because it's like my special notebook. I think these notebooks, like people buy these notebooks full price, and I assume they're like over a hundred dollars or something. They're probably more, I don't even know. But there are these beautiful notebooks and I save this notebook for special things. So like one year I had three big goals and I wrote them in the notebook and it just is like a great, you know, great to have that one special notebook where you only use it for important things. It has sort of a ceremonial quality. You take it more seriously. And of course, as I've said many a time on this show, when you write things down, they just become more tangible. They're more real. Okay. Because, I don't know. it's just something about committing something to paper, it just feels like it's tangible. And so I want to take that little notebook. Uh, and I want you to get a pen. It can just be any pen, it doesn't have to be something fancy. Um, I'm just gonna use some like pen that I stole from the Odeon restaurant down the street from my house in New York City. And I want you to write five things on one list and five things on another list. The first list is going to be five things you realize you do not want to bring back into life with you, okay? So let's think about some examples of those things. One example is the one I just gave. It's like doing too many things strictly out of obligation. That's an important one. Second one could be something like uh, if there was an activity that you used to do and you realize like, I don't even enjoy that. So, you know, for example, uh, I used to go to the gym And now I have Peloton or whatever that is for you. Or, you know, I used to spend a lot of time shopping for clothing. And during the pandemic, I realized, like, I don't really, you know, need all that much in terms of clothing. And I don't really enjoy. I don't miss that. So thinking about the things that you do not miss. Like, one thing I'll tell you I don't really miss going out to super fancy restaurants. Like I like to eat out, don't get me wrong. And it's not like I'm not gonna eat all my, my all my meals at home going forward. But like the idea of, you know, there was a time in my life where like that, was all I did was go to fancy restaurants. It was like 99% of my spend. I'm over it. Like give me a sweet green and, uh, you know, maybe a nice meal here and there. But like, I don't need to do that. I've, I've kind of beyond that in my life, at least for me. And that may be, by the way, you may say, Patrick, that's not, that's, that's, you're a bad man. Don't, don't even say that kind of stuff. The restaurants are what keeps me alive. That's my thing. That's awesome. There'll be more room for you because I won't be there. Okay. But those are the kinds of things. Travel is another one. Like, oh man, I traveled. And some of you, some of you know how much I traveled Uh, before the pandemic. I went everywhere all the time. And I would get like an opportunity to be like, oh, Patrick, you can, you know, you have some sort of thing in Africa. And so I'd be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to stay an extra week and go to four other countries, which is super cool. I'm glad I did it, but like, do I need to do it now? No, I don't. Done that, check the box, moving on. Okay, now you've got those five things. And you can put more, but I think you gotta get to five. That's a critical mass. And then the other five are the things that you realize are really important that you wanna bring back in with you from what you learned during the pandemic. So for me, a couple of those things were like, I really enjoy cooking. I couldn't heat a bowl of soup before the pandemic. I now make things for the New York Times cooking app. I mean, who knew? If you're to New York City, I will cook you something. Well, nothing too complicated, but I love it. That I want to bring back in with me. Another thing is I want to have more people over my house. I've had some people over, very small numbers, vaccinated people, stuff like that. I love it that's going on the list. So things like that. What did you learn? You know, I love podcasting from home now. I used to do it always in the studio. Now I have a studio in my house. I built it up. I love it. So fun. Don't have to leave the house. Better sound quality. So those are the kinds of things. So this is your homework. Write down five things you want to leave behind, five things you want to take with you, and then have them in your nice notebook. And if you want, you can even post them to social media. And uh, you can tag me. Uh, If you go on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis. All right. So I would love to hear your ideas and uh, I hope your PPP planning comes well. And until Thursday, take care of yourselves. FOMO. Want more of FOMO Sapiens and After Hours? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.